We are rolling. Thank you for listening. My name is Tom, and you are listening to Abroad Madness. And here we go with the continuation of the last episode. I don't think I've ever asked you guys before. Like, why did you decide to come to Japan? And also, why Niigata? It's like the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So for me, Niigata University was the partner university of my local. I had the choice between Beppu. You know, it's ah, a yeah, huge university. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's super cool, and like. The, the onsen beppu but that's the only thing that they have in beppu i think onsen i mean what what does niigata have sake well okay now <laughs> i'm telling you why i chose niigata okay, okay. first of all it was on the main island so that means if i and certainly i knew if i go to japan i have to see like the big cities yeah like tokyo kyoto osaka and they are all on the mainland and i thought okay good then niigata already has one plus point and on top of that, no one else wanted to go to Beppu, but mm. I heard that a handful of other students from Magdeburg are planning to go to Niigata. So, yeah, I felt like hmm, going abroad is already scary enough, but if you would know that there are some other German students, there was a feeling of comfort a little in that. I chose Niigata at that point. What about Tyler, actually? Yeah, as for me, um, <clears throat> I had actually lived in Japan Wait, you prior did? to going to Niigata. I really? did, yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, yeah, I lived in uh, Tokyo for three months the year before uh, for the whole summer. And that was a, a big deciding factor. Like, why were you in, to- in Tokyo? Uh, so when I was living in Canada, I was attending university in Toronto, a big city in, in Canada. And while I was living there, I made friends with a Japanese guy. And yeah, we just got talking <laughs> Uh, showing me yeah, music and and movies and things like that, telling me about it. And uh, I kind of wanted to go and, and visit and see him the next summer when he went back to Japan. And so I decided, hey, I'm, I'm saving up all this money and deciding to fly over. I might as well make it like a good long trip. So uh, yeah, I rented an, an apartment or I rented a, sorry, a room in an apartment. Wait, how did you uh, even manage to do that? It's hectic it's hell to find an apartment in japan like being a it, japanese it person much less a foreigner yeah so I, I got really lucky and i found out about this company and they provide yeah apartments or housing across tokyo uh, for students mm. and so only students can live there and uh it mainly caters to foreigners but in each apartment or house, there's typically like a 50-50 split between Japanese and, and foreigners. And uh, I lucked out and I found a really nice house uh, in Tokyo, kind of uh, almost in the heart of Tokyo. Oh. Uh, and I rented a room there for three months. How much was it, like the rent? Uh, it was about 900 Canadian. So it'd be about 600 euros. So about 60,000. Oh. Six, no. Yeah, around yeah, 60, around that much, right? Sixty thousand yen, yeah, uh, per month. That's and it was good. just a, just a yeah, just a room, and I had my own little balcony, and everything else was shared, and three other rooms. There was eight of us living there: four Japanese, myself, and two Italians. And uh, I lived there for the summer, and just kind of did my own thing. I backpacked through the whole country while i was there oh so you've actually traveled japan already yeah yeah oh wow I, I, 
at the end of that uh, three months, I flew up to Sapporo in Hokkaido, and I worked my way all the way down to uh, Nagasaki on the other side. Wow. The other tip. Yeah. Damn. So that was quite the experience. And then I, I came back to Canada, did some more schooling, and then uh, I was looking for opportunities to, to go anywhere, really. Japan was at near the top of my list, but actually I had schools above it that I had applied to. And okay. as I was about to submit my request, so a university in Ireland was actually at the top of my list, which oh. I would have been sent to. <laughs> uh, but right as I was about to click submit I, I swapped them around and i put niigata up at the top so i ended up getting that one and the rest is history <laughs> Damn, like i didn't know that you actually traveled throughout japan like i really want to do it like i mean obviously I, I can't do what you did just like you know but slowly i i do want to go to sapporo i've never been there yeah you've never been i've been in japan for seven eight years yeah, yeah. Well, you need to yeah I'm slowly kind of invest, like not investigating, just slowly doing Nagano. It's beautiful, yeah. by the way. It's beautiful. Love Nagano. Yeah, and but like you, uh, you, you worked at like a ski resort, right? I used in, to. In, in Niigata, yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah, shit. yeah. It sounds so good. So like Hokkaido would be perfect for you in the winter time, dude. I just recently just got like like today, my snowboard that I bought off of Yahoo Yahoo auction. Yeah, it just arrived today. Eight thousand yen, dude. That shit is. Wow. It's a secondhand wow. one. Eight thousand yen, yeah. and I got Pretty my. Good price. Yeah, it's really good. And I got my wear, like the the top and the bottom for like around nine thousand yen. Again, okay. new actually. Yeah. Off of yeah. Yahoo Auction, Ooh. and I'm like, I'm ready for because when I when I work yeah. at the when I work at the ski resort, I I got everything for free. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got everything for free. So, like this year, I'm like, oh shit! I really wish I could go back to you know do part time jobs at the ski resort, but you know you can't do that with my visa. Yeah. I can't do that. So I'm like, oh, I have to buy everything, which is kind of nice, you know, to actually owning your own gear. Exactly. It's not bad. And you you got them for good prices too. So. Right. Like yeah. the only thing I actually went out and spent more was on the boots. Mm-hmm. How much? Twenty two thousand. Okay. Yeah. I w- actually wanted to get everything like you know from the store. So what I did was I went to this call, call store called like Murasaki Sports, which is Murasaki Sports mm-hmm. in Japan. You know it's what? like Station has one. Wait, what? Niigata Station has one Murasaki. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. So <laughs> I went there and then I just asked like the salesperson. I was like, eh, yeah, like I'm looking to find like the whole set for like fifty thousand. And then the the moment like that guy hurt my budget, he was like, "That dude, that's not enough." He just like, that he didn't even cut any corners. He's just like, "Oh no, <laughs> you, you you it ain't happening." And I was like, "What? Really? Really? Yeah, because I mean they deal with like a lot of like new stuff. Like they don't have like old, I guess like thrift thrift thrifted stuff. True, yeah. So True. I mean, some of the boards actually already cost like around sixty thousand yen." <laughs> Just yeah. the board, and then like that, the and also binding and everything. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, "Okay, so what should I buy?" And he was like, "Well, the first thing first, you just need to get a good boots. Everything else is you can just do rentals." And so I got yeah. my boots for like twenty two thousand, and also I got a pair of socks. Okay, nice, nice. And and you got the rest pretty tre- cheap. So yeah. like in total, you probably spent what close to four. Yeah, forty thousand four hundred euros, give or take. Yeah, four hundred. Yeah, yeah, that's decent. Though. Yeah, like, you have to break them in soon when you uh, when you go snowboarding here in 
Hokkaido. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna do Nagano and Niigata first. Like, you know, go like close my area because you know I just started working, not that much money to you know, fly everywhere yet, yet. Yeah. And I still need to save some money for to- to- uh, Korea if possible next year. Yeah. I'm I'm making it my kind of like my life mission to visit Korea every single year. Ah, that's a good plan. Yeah. Korea's lovely. You guys been there, right? Yeah, we were there for a little Sum- over a week. Yeah, summer break. Uh, we did one stop in Korea. How was it? Yeah. Like, where did you guys go? We started in Seoul mm-hmm. for for four or five days, Ooh. and then we went down to Busan on the on the coast. Both were spectacular right I... they both offer very different environments but equally enjoyable right and the food is great it's so Korea. good really it's so good and so cheap everything i <laughs> i was basically drinking every single day when i was in korea <laughs> <laughs> like they have yeah. this I like think mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and like uh, because i went to jeju like with one of my friends and so we we got the taxi, and then I was so surprised at the taxi prices. It was like, I was because you know I was still like in Japanese mode. And then when we got yeah. on the taxi, and then we reached the city center from like the hiking spot, and he was like, yeah, it's just like around like, I guess like five hundred yen or one thousand yen. I was like, wait, what? 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 One thousand yeah. yen? You sure? It's really crazy over there. Yeah, it's it's such a big change compared to Japan. Right, and like just everything was so cheap and. I still remember, like, yeah. I, I, I really got into, like, the this, like, rice, like, makgeolli, like, rice wine, like, Korean has to offer. And, like, mm-hmm. one, it's basically, equi- like, the same alcohol percentage as beer, but it tastes so much better. Yeah. It's uh, it's just, like, kind of rice, rice wine. Rice wine, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I love it. It's, like, it's just basically heaven me i don't know why <laughs> apparently yeah. koreans really hate it because when they were when they were in university all their like mm-hmm. seniors would kind of like force them to drink that every single day so they threw up from from that a lot oh uh, no yeah but i i enjoyed yeah. it like because like one bottle of that like one liter is like cost around 100 yen give or take like 100 or 200 yen which is like you know 200 yen is basically a strong yeah and strong is just yeah, like you know 500 yen yeah like yeah, that's insane so i'm like dude like i can get smashed for this amount of money like dude like <laughs> <laughs> it's heaven it's good it's great and dream for a university student basically yeah it was so cheap <laughs> i i was constantly drinking that every single day it was good mm-hmm. yeah i actually got spoon fed when i was in busan too what what do you mean? Like by a Korean aunt, like aunt, like just a, a Korean random lady. <laughs> this is actually this is actually on like uh, because I got like this friend who was with me on the podcast too. So, short story short is I went like my friend is German. I go to Korea a lot with German's friends. I don't know why. So my friend was German, but she speaks Korean. So I apparently look Korean to every Korean people in like in Korea. So they, when we kind of like, like a pair of us, we just walk into any Korean shop. They're like, look at me. Look at my friend. She's white. Look at me. You Asian, probably Korean, starts to speak with me. And I get, I make like this yeah. confused face. And then my friend speaks Korean. The lady makes a confused face. Be like, wait, what? 
<laughs> and then yeah, so uh, when we when he sent in, and we were gonna eat this like kind of like cold noodles, and then my friend knew how to eat it, and then I think I was like, I guess putting out a lot of confused like aura. So this the the I think I guess the store owner of the shop just kind of come o- came over, and it was like didn't even talk anything, just like just like wait, and then took. I was I had like this this the chopsticks in my hand and then he, she just took the chopstick, kind of mix it around, put some vinegar on it and then I kind of mix it around and then like take the spoon, dip it in, dip it in and then just like put it near to my mouth and I was like, do, do, do I take a sip or like yeah do I, should I be mad? Should I be thankful? Should I be confused? <laughs> like you know like you know it's like. Confi- like I just have mixed feelings and my friend is just sitting there because we were kind of scared like we were gonna like you know get scolded or anything but then she was just like kind of as shocked as I was and then and then I you know I just took a sip from the lady so I basically got spoon fed <laughs> by a Korean lady so was it was delicious at least? it was good it was good it was definitely good it was definitely good she just <laughs> added vinegar and she, you know like just showed me how to do it but mm. just like they even because like you know if they're in, you're in Japan, people, they're gonna say a lot of words at you. They'd be like, "Do this, do that, do this, do that." They wouldn't dare to spoon feed you. But then in Korea, it's just like no words asked. You, I know it won't get through. Like you know, I just need to show you, and I need to spoon feed you. So it was, it was great. See, it was it was too painful to watch you trying <laughs> to eat noodles. So yeah. the woman's like, I cannot bear that anymore. Basically, yeah. Such a honestly. Yeah. I still remember that shop. Like, I think maybe in the future, if I can speak Korean, I want to go back there and be like, yeah, this happened. And I've told, like, <laughs> the rest of my friend group that this has happened and this, like, I, it, like, it will, I will definitely forever hold that memory dear to me. <laughs> you need to tell us the name of the shop so we can make sure to focus. <laughs> I would not mind getting spoon fed by an elderly korean woman right. in the shop. i don't know why it's just like <laughs> elderly korean woman just they hit different they 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 have a very motherly feeling to them did taro just woke up that's why yeah he, he came up now and he's just relaxing just vibing <laughs> getting some scratches we should mention here taro's our dog <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm. I'm definitely gonna. I'm, I'll definitely ask you about like you know Taro in like you know later a little bit. But still, like Tyler, I did not know that you traveled through Japan. Kind of envious. Wait, how much did it cost? Like just the whole, you know, because I'm thinking of doing it. So it's always good to have like a number in mind so that I know. Okay, I've reached the amount, a good amount, and I can do it. Maybe somewhere between like seventy. 1000 to 100000 yen. Okay, that's not expensive. It's it's, it's not that expensive. I I did, I took a lot of time to research it and I found like really affordable hostels and tips I could do to save money, so uh like what? Like oftentimes I could take like the JR pass. Oh yeah. Uh, and I did that during my trip and finding nice little, you know, lower budget but still enjoyable restaurants and, oh, and yeah. things like that so any any place that i could 
you know, save some money, I would because I was still a university student at that point. Right. I had just finished working uh, for months. Yeah, I was just trying to spend all that money that I had saved up at that point. So you went from Hokkaido, Aomori, and you just like work your list. Did you just like work your list yeah. down? Did you Basically, went to Okinawa? Yeah. I I've been to Okinawa, but not during that trip. No. So the last leg of that trip was Fukuoka and Nagasaki. So that's mm. as southwest as I got. How did you like Fukuoka? Because I went there with my cousin. I loved yeah. it. I loved it. Like it was very nice. Um, the people there were were beautiful. <laughs> actually, yeah. And uh, and and the food there was was really nice too. I, I don't remember the name of it, but they had some sort of special type of ramen. Oh yeah, they did in that area. I think yeah. like the Ichiran ramen, like the very famous one that they have this like yeah. stalls. It actually originated from yeah. there. I did it. Okay, yeah, did, yeah. Did. the the main store was actually there. Like my cousin when they came, they couldn't like they were like we're going there, right? We're going there, right? Like yeah. even my dad <laughs> till this day. I've told him, I'm like, there's so much better ramen. Like, there's so much good ramen everywhere else. But he's like, no, I want to get Ichiran. You know, it's good. I'm like, no. We, we, try to, we try to go to Ichiran whenever we're in Tokyo because we also enjoy it a little bit, to be <laughs> it's honest. Fun. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. You're good. right. It's not the best ramen, not the very best ramen, but I don't know. We still, when we're in Tokyo, we got to get it. And it's, it's just nice because you have this option of just customizing like every yeah. little detail about your your ramen experience. So you're given the control. That's what it is. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's it's more about the experience, not so much about the food. Yeah, and the funny booth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like minimal social contact. They probably do well in social, like you know, the social like social distancing. Yeah, it yeah. works out very well actually. You're right. Like they're they're ahead of their game. Like you know, they're ahead of everyone's game. Yeah. They're they're social distancing before like you know, social distancing was the thing. Yeah. It was 2019. They were already living in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I still remember like my dad couldn't shut up about it. I was like, "No." It's, <laughs> it's such an interesting concept though, and it it really helps people that are like you know, not very um, open socially or more introverted. Or they're busy. Or stopping. busy, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they definitely did really well on their marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Super sure. well. Like, even, I mean, like, you know, my dad, who's, like, you know, from Malaysia, knows about it, brags about it. When he came over for my graduation, so we bought, like, I took him to the store and then I bought him, like, the this packet, uh, the, the the ramen, and I uh, and he took it back. So during the pandemic, so he started eating it because you know he there's nothing to eat, and he started doing like eating it. And he always every single time he would always post it into like his friend group and be like, "Yo, I'm eating this from Japan, like Ichiran ramen. Do you guys have it? No, you don't. <laughs> You're showing off, you know. It's it's cute. It's awesome. God, like I didn't know that you traveled so much jealousy yeah it definitely is because me i guess too, me too wait did you lani did you travel when you were in japan not that massively like we did only Tokyo. uh once in a while we would plan to do a trip with a, mm-hmm. yeah we were traveling to Hagano and kansai of course yes and i think the yeah, fukushima too 
but the furthest that I've been was uh, Okinawa in the end. Yeah. Mm. I've and never been yeah. to Okinawa. It's so beautiful. Promo, I put it on the Yeah, I do. One thing that's really nice with earning your own money is like you get to plan <laughs> like places without feeling guilt. Because, you know, back then I was living off of my parents and I did have yeah. like a year of, I did get like two years of scholarship. I used that on like Europe. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I use everything. Like my mom was complaining, like you didn't, you you didn't save any money from like your scholarship. I was like, but I went to Europe. I went to Rome. You know, it was good. It was beautiful. It was worth it. It was worth it. No, it definitely was. I even saw like this, like two couples. Like I was in front, of, like the uh, I forgot the name, which is a very bad sign of my me being an architecture architecture student. But we were in front of this like plaza. A super like super fancy place and then yeah I, I wanted to just sit there and just like you know soak it in you know i wanted to sit in the plaza soak all the like the religious culture like the cultural thing and everything so i went into this restaurant they were like oh it's just you like you and i was like yeah they were like, oh where do you want to sit and then i pointed like quite no- near to like the, the architecture and they were like oh really you want to sit there i think they just because you know it's a really good seat really mm-hmm. close to the building so I think they wanted to save it for like, I guess couples or you know, people who can like actually pay more. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, no, I want to sit there. So I sat there, and then in front of me there was like two couples. So one was actually just just on their honeymoon. The other one is on like their twentieth or thirtieth anniversary. And somehow they wow. got they got talking, and I was just you know, listening. They talk, They got talking, and then they were like, "Oh, it's, we're on our honeymoon," and then they were like, "Oh." We used to come on our honeymoon, like you know, w- when we were when we first got married, we we also came here for our honeymoon too. So like, it's kind of like you know the past and the future just meeting together. And it's just like it's just crazy. That's, that's very yeah, that's very neat. It's crazy sometimes. Yeah. And then and there's Tomo in the yeah. middle. Yeah, I was just like sitting there, just like yes, single, and yes. <laughs> I'm just like don't mind me. I'm looking at the architecture, not the romantic shit. So like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love is cool and stuff but look at that look at the building yeah look at the dome like you know that dome like that right there mm, that's delicious <laughs> mm. <laughs> with this pasta yes but yeah so <laughs> the i the the young couple took a picture for the old couple and then they left the young couple left and then the old couple was like the picture they took was kind of shit <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> And so I offered. I was like, "Oh, do you want me to take a picture for you guys?" And then I took a picture, and so yeah. Oh, that's nice. See, you played a role. I played played a role. I was the backup photographer. Yeah, but now now you're forever linked to this couple. Hopefully, hopefully they remember me. I don't know. Maybe. What a nice Chinese boy. (laughs) What a nice Asian boy. Don't know where he came from, but but yeah, I I I was so like amazed that they're not amazed just like just really shocked by how they didn't say it was shit they're just like hmm, the pictures they could have taken a better shot or something like they were being nice <laughs> about it but the 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 young couple already went away so you know it makes sense that yeah. they would talk about it yeah maybe like you know after i left or like after when they went back they were like the asian boy didn't do it that good of you know even worse that picture yeah. was even worse yeah probably <laughs> who knows they're yeah. just shocked when they open up their phone to check the picture and they're not even in the picture they're just <laughs> the pictures of the architecture <laughs> probably 
<laughs> I know maybe like one like I took like ten shots and then one shot was just fully architecture. Everyone everything else was like maybe for them. And they were like, I can just buy a postcard of this. Like I don't need a picture of this shit. <laughs> definitely like Europe was Europe was definitely worth it. I spent like a week alone. And then after that, I was I was really thankful for like John, just Jonathan, and then like meeting Jonathan and like the, the French girls, and also after you guys because I like this. I think this that trip made me realize that I'm actually I need someone to talk to and to share my experiences, mm-hmm. or else I would get insane. So, so you didn't enjoy yourself so much the first. No, I enjoyed it. Bit. I enjoyed it, but then like throughout the whole thing, I was kind of like I want uh, you know it's like when you want to share something immediately to someone. Like right there, but then you can't do it because there's no one there with you. Yeah. Mm. So I I realize I have that, and I'm like, yeah, probably like solo traveling is not really for me. I feel you. Also not for me. Yeah. Like always, when there's something awesome or cool happening, I also feel the urge. Like you have to share that. You have to share that moment, right. and then yeah, you it just amplifies, and you're like, oh my god. But yeah, if there's no one to share, then it's a little. There's a craving, right? Yeah, like when I met Jonathan, I was like, oh, "Yes, I can talk to, I can talk to someone, I can finally right. share, I can finally share all my you know past experiences to someone." Yes, I still remember meeting Jonathan's mom. I think I spoke about this like in the, in one of the podcasts before, but Jonathan, like I met Jonathan. I think I stayed with Jonathan like around two, three days or something, and I met his mom on the last day, and. So his mom was like, "Oh, so like, oh, nice to meet you. I'm probably gonna not meet you ever again, but yeah, it was nice to meet you. <laughs> Super straightforward." He, she said that. She said that. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I mean, probably yeah. Actually, when when she said it that way, I'm like, mm, yeah, probably. Yeah, very straightforward. She was like, "Oh, it's really nice to meet you, but probably yeah, I'm not gonna meet you ever again. But it was great to meet you." <laughs> what would the Asian mom say? Please visit us again, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you you didn't meet Jonathan's family when they came to Niigata, then? No, actually, no. No, okay. Yeah, I don't know why I missed them. Actually, yeah, they were they were there for about a week, I think. Yeah, his his parents and his younger brother and sister. Yeah, they brought him a wheel of cheese. Yes, I remember pestering him and, about it, and then finally yeah. him cooking some of that. Not even that lot. Like he was freaking stingy about what, like on that cheese. Like seriously, it was, dude. You're you could have asked for them to bring you two wheels of cheese. You could have done it, but you didn't. So yeah, yeah it was then, nice though. I was supposed to spend like a lot of time in Paris, but then I ended up being in like a, a small town, hanging out with like Philippine and just like just chilling there, being surrounded by cats. Wow, yeah. like. She yeah. just has a lot of cats. She has two cats, which is a lot already. Okay. <laughs> and then after that, I went to Germany to find you guys. So it was it was great. It was such a great trip. But yeah, my mom was not happy about it. <laughs> my mom was happy to meet you. Oh yeah, yo, your mom was so nice. Yeah, she's a sweet lady. She's she still remembers lady. you too. Oh, I actually stole one of your like spoon. By the way. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> I'll get over that. <laughs> because. I think like you know, I was given like a kind of like a pudding ish thing, and then I asked for a spoon, and for some reason yeah. I didn't eat that, like the I guess like the pudding thing, while mm-hmm. I was at your place, and I took I just put it into my bag, and then with along with the spoon, so like that spoon just traveled along 
with me to like the next city. And after that, when I real when I took it out, I was like, oh shit, I bought Lani's spoon over, and I just brought it back to Japan. You better still have it. I actually don't. <laughs> I actually don't. I threw. I, I actually I threw out a lot of things when I moved to like you know my room here. I was like because every single year when like you guys left, you know the moment you guys left for Japan for like four years already. So I think in my fourth year, which was like two years later, I still have a lot of things from you guys, and I didn't really throw everything out. I still have. When I say a lot of things, I don't mean like you know a lot of like memoir, like you know something that was like really related to you guys. It was just like, oh, this is a bottle of herbs, like you know basil that I got from Chris or I got from like you know Lani, like just like you know those small, like the foods yeah. that you, were left behind by you guys. That I was like, yeah, give it to me. So I will, and then in the end, I actually was like, okay, I'm moving to a new place. I don't want to bring all this stuff with me. Yeah, you should. So I just like throw everything it. out. I mean, you guys can bring it. me. You guys can bring me another spoon from Germany. So <laughs> we bring you new stuff. Don't we'll, worry. We'll bring you spoons. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> just one suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> Put a spoon in there and be like, "Tom, this is yours." Yeah. <laughs> this episode is getting a little bit too long, so I'm just gonna cut it here. As always, thank you for listening. My name is Tom. This is Abroad Madness, and we'll see you next episode. Bye bye.